Welcome to Who Does a Podcast. I'm your host, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with... This is Kyle. And... Yumio. And this is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the soundtrack of some of your and our favorite movies and musicals. This episode, we're covering Purple Rain, the acclaimed film by acclaimed musician Prince, <laughs> uh, starring Prince, and several piece. other people. R.I.P. Um, Absolutely. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into this. This is a film came out in 1984 alongside the album slash soundtrack, uh, directed by Albert Magnoli. Written by Albert Magnoli and William Blinn. Uh, and we'll get into some of that stuff later. Uh, hmm. So, Rick, I just want to get right to it. It Cut wasn't to- written by Prince? <clears throat> no, it wasn't written by Prince. Hmm. Um, the music was. But, Rick, a week ago, I don't remember if it was on air or Two not. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I uh, don't remember if it was on air or not. But you said that you hadn't heard much of this album. And me uh, and Kyle just... Could not believe this to be a fact because <laughs> wanna, no, so many not. of these songs were just in the zeitgeist. So now having watched it, now having listened to it, does that statement still ring true prior to this <sighs> or whenever you watched it? I, I, I watched Lead it answers. almost two weeks ago and I will say uh, it still rang true. And the reason wow. I can say that for a fact is I was having a conversation at work with some coworkers. Um, oh, one lovely coworker, and uh, you know what I said? What dove? When doves cry was called? Don't know. When what doves fly? <laughs> that's not that. That's not that. Terrible. I was singing it like I knew the pretty song. Pretty good though. That was, pretty that's good. Not that terrible. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. Um, I kind of. I never but, I mean, that's heard, I never heard the, Purple oh, Rain. Like, that's kind of par for the course for you, though. You could have heard When Doves Cry and just said it wrong. You just thought, a, second, a little behind the curtain, you just thought Dabs and Idris and Idris Elba were, were related. <laughs> I just did. It's a pre-show combo. It's, it's, uh, it's embarrassing to say that out loud, now, but yes. The Idris got me confused. I can see how the Idris will get you confused. Yeah. It's not a common name, yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought it was like in Japanese, you know, first name, last name, last name, first name. I thought it was just yeah, to yes, not, that's me. exactly yeah. what it is. Exactly, that's exactly what happened. That's how the British actors do it. Kingsley but you know what ben. I do know? They're both black. They are, because I could tell by the first name and the last name. <laughs> but um, no, I realized I thought I heard Purple Rain before. Realized never heard that song before. Wow, um, stunner. Put it this way, a lot of the songs were new. Like, there's 13 tracks. You never heard Let's Go Crazy? 12 of them were new. Wow. The Prince well, songs I've listened to. You heard. When Doves Fly. <laughs> the oh, one I didn't know how to pronounce. So, so that was what I was saying before. Before you hopped on, <laughs> I was talking to Joe. And Rick was on a plane, so, you know, things. Yeah. Drinking. He wasn't. He didn't. He didn't quite make it. Yeah, but uh, 
I was like, there's no way he hasn't heard When Doves Cry. Like, yes. everyone has heard yeah. When Doves Cry. So I'm like, that's the one he's you, definitely heard. Do you know why I heard Where Doves Cry? Oh, Where Doves Cry. Do you know why I know? Hey, it is. <laughs> you did it. Do you know why confused. I know that song? I don't. No. Because of Tupac. He made a song really? called When Thugs Cry. And I was like, oh, oh wow. Hmm. This sounds familiar. This sounds I should familiar. seek out. Uh, so I suck it. Out. I sucked it out. Seeked it out. This is a very sought it out. This is a very out. bad show <laughs> so far. <laughs> this is an R-rated film. This, this is an R-rated, R-rated film. film. It's Prince being Hard all art. of his princess and all his princeness. Um, but yeah, him and Busy Bone made when thugs cry. Did they sample it? They didn't sample. I've not heard it, this track, but. It's like a reinterpretation. It, it popped into my head like I should know this from somewhere, mm. and that's how I found it. Wow! That like is... that Prince Symbol album, I know that album. Like anything '80s Prince, realize my repertoire sucks. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought Some I knew. So how about I just right? <laughs> you know, what's funny is when the song "Let's Go Crazy" started, I was like, I know this song. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Then I was like, nope. apparently not nope all right all right let's get your thoughts on this film let's let's get to it i i don't know what to think about it (laughs) i I, there are parts you must have some thoughts i truly like something no no there's parts i truly love like oh this is great and there's parts where i'm like what the hell is this Uh, is it a long (laughs) music video like What's going on? I did have. I do know who my favorite character is. Okay, spot on. Save that I for thought. Later. I thought Prince's room was creepy when I finally saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Um, Can I jump in? Go for <laughs> before it. I forget. Before I forget to say this, go for it. But after that first scene where he's like at the concert, he's on stage. He meets Apollonia, all that. He goes back home to like the <laughs> suburbs. In full prince costume. Yep. So just the picture. Where is he going to take it off? The visual of him walking up to just like this normal suburban house in his full purple suit and insane hair was so funny. I'm like, what is going on? On the big motorcycle. Huge motorcycle. I also know (laughs) motorcycle. (laughs) Well, Uh, Joe, I don't think he could find. Knowing. Prince's uh, relative size, I don't think any motorcycle would be small. That is true. For him. That is true. <laughs> I think they're all going to be large motorcycles. <laughs> yes. But it's funny because when he walked in, I'm so used to deep voice Prince. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing I can say I love about Prince. His singing voice and his talking voice please blows my mind. Mm-hmm. His voice right, is so, right. his voice was so damn deep, it confused me every time he spoke. It's a lot of range. A lot of range. Um, Sometimes but, he spoke in a do- do- uh, deeper tone, but yeah, yeah, that first time when he walks into the house. So. I'm like, is this <laughs> guy <dark>. 12? <laughs> like, how old is this guy? <laughs> well, that is the crazy part because I looked it up. I think he's like 5'2". Yeah, he's very And he's tall. like going up. He's going up to his dad Has he who's abusing his mom at the time, trying uh, to like pull him apart. And he just gets like chucked across the room because he's so tidy. He's just like... Stiff armed him down. You would have thought his dad was a superhero. I was like, oh, poor Prince. He flung him through a door into like an armoire or something. (laughs) He's knocking pictures off the wall, that kind of thing. 
But <laughs> he would have thought his dad was in the Marvel movies. Like he logo. <laughs> it was very aggressive. Woo. And yes. I realized He's the father. Yeah. During the movie, he is just like his daddy. When he yeah, talks about that is a theme. See, that is a heavy slowly, theme of the picture. Sees how his life experience heavy theme of the picture he is as the movie goes on. He starts to mimic the things he sees. Yeah. Now he's not very good at tearing apart a room. Well, <laughs> his strength was lacking. <laughs> Again, we might okay. be reason for that. He could knock over some shelves, you know. But, uh, yeah, that was. Difficult to watch. I think the I think for me, the more I listen to the soundtrack, the more I like the movie. Um because I listened to the soundtrack heavy. I was like, oh, I should have knew these songs years ago. Why didn't I know any of these songs? Except for one. Um <laughs> sort of. But no, um got a couple thoughts on different scenes I enjoyed. Um I knew my favorite scene as soon as I saw it. It's one of those scenes where when you see it, you're like, I don't even damn. Know scene. Uh, I think I know what Rick says. I haven't thought of one. I got two. I'll say one. When uh, when Morris <laughs> Day. Save, 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 No, 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 no. It's, it's, this is just a different scene. Because I got to say, when I saw it, I was like, I got to tell the fellas this. When Morris Day <laughs> came out of his apartment and ran to the car. Like oh, <laughs> I was like, it's I so gotta good. try that one day. It's <laughs> so good. First thing I You'd said, have to have someone open the door for you. <laughs> I don't even need someone to open the door. I just need to run down some steps. <laughs> you need the door. Yeah, but the door has the to door is very important. <laughs> but I was like, if that wasn't great, I was like, that's what kind of made me feel like Ridiculous. I'm it's in. A, now. It's an excellent introduction to the character, yeah. including <laughs> once he gets to the club. There's a dude that holds a mirror yeah. for him, mid song, so he can do his hair. <laughs> now, Incredible. That's actually, like as when he gets out of the car. Oh no! And yeah, then yeah, again yeah, on stage, mid song. Yes. Yeah, now, it's it's both times. Great points. The, the Great way point. it is in the song is how he actually performs it live all the time. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's like his go-to. That's move. his go-to that's cool. move for that song. I had a feeling, but when it and happened, that's his go-to I, guy. I did not. I didn't expect it. It's great. Like I, said, I, I enjoyed the movie more than I thought it was. I did. As I continue to listen to the soundtrack, I'm like, man, that movie was really good. Okay. All right. Let's but, hand this over to Kyle. Kyle's thoughts. Yes. Kyle, <laughs> what were your... Hey, I'm not, I'm not hosting. What were your thoughts on this film? What were my thoughts? Okay. So I am not a huge Prince guy. I'm not anti-Prince, but I'm not like... I don't know like all his stuff. This is the first album I've heard top to bottom of his. But, you know, I know the songs. I know he's out there. I always appreciated him. So watching the movie, I didn't know what it was going to be. Like, I had no expectations for it. I hadn't seen it before. I knew it was based on, well, not based on the soundtrack, but I knew he had a soundtrack, which was an album, and all the songs are in it. But uh, this is an extremely 80s movie. This is, it looks low budge as hell. Apparently it was a seven million dollar budget in the mm. in eighty four, which wow. seems high. But as a movie, I don't think it's great. But as like a Prince showcase, it's fantastic. Like, uh, probably a third of the runtime is just Prince performances, like on stage, <laughs> which 
are awesome. Like him on stage with his band and just the whole the whole stagemanship, showmanship, stagemanship, stage presence. That's mm-hmm. what I'm stage trying presence. to say. His whole stage presence is great. And then we get performances from other bands, like we said, Morris Day in the time, and we get the the modern airs guy. I forget his name, but uh, Des Des Derrickson, Des Dickerson, Des Dickerson. Yes, but uh, Des Dickerson in the modern airs. <laughs> in that aspect it's fantastic but uh the story is all over the place the characters are all over the place um it's a fun watch it's dark at times for sure but uh i don't know like i know people consider this a classic maybe they watched it when they were younger maybe they watched it when it came out watching it now it's definitely grown on me over the weeks since i watched it much like rick and listening to the soundtrack, I actually just today watched like the last thirty minutes again, because mm. like there's just parts of it I didn't get when I watched it the first time. <laughs> I'm like, like as I'm watching, like I don't know what's actually happening in this movie, but watching it back again, I understood like how things unfolded. I was just kind of overwhelmed the first time I watched it. Yeah. There's so much going on. There's so much melodrama. But his, uh, his dance moves are very overwhelming. Yeah, I mean that alone. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great for what it is. But music wise, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So How my, about you, my thoughts. As I was watching this film, a couple things occurred to me. I thought to myself, I don't know who directed this movie. Let me look up the director. Let me see what his what he did prior, what he did after. I didn't do that. Yeah. How he got the movie. Albert Magnoli. He was about three years out of college. He had been working as an editor. Prince. So how the movie came about, Prince, after he released an album called 1999 in 1982 or 81, um, he told his manager, if you don't give me a movie deal, I'm firing you. So they went to all the big studios to try to get a deal. They ended up eventually getting a deal. They got William Blinn to write a script called Dreams, which was sparsely used, if at all, in the actual final production. And they went to one director. I can't remember his name right now, but I think he did Reckless, the movie Reckless. Um, they went to him, and he was like, "Ah, I ain't got time to do this little musician's movie thing. Uh, but my editor wants to be a director, so he can do it. <laughs> there you go. So that's how the director got this job. Um, nice. I wrote down, this feels like the musical version of The Room with a little more production value. <laughs> <laughs> there were that's a hard. That's harsh. So, that's harsh. There I were get it, so but that's harsh. many random edits, so yes. many non sequiturs. So many bad lines. It was so random. But the movie does have a charm. <laughs> the movie has a charm. It has a stick to itness that it just resonates. It, it's pretty much just like Kyle said, the Prince showcase. He just he just oozes off the screen and you can't take your eyes off him and his performance and the relationship with him and Apollonia and everything. And Morris Day and his comedic uh back and forths and quips every once in a while that are good. Um, I wrote a couple things down. One of the lines that was 
god awful to me was uh <laughs> uh i think the the waitress i don't think she got a name she was just a waitress at the club at all times mm, just the one the one that waitress. like apollonia meets yeah. up with yeah the one server the in the one server club. in the entire club every <laughs> night apparently uh right. but she hands him the uh the cassette that liz and wendy left and she says i have some for you and it cuts to prince and he says what a subpoena I was like, God damn, that's big. <laughs> hmm. There's a lot of weird, like, one-off lines like oh, that. When just- Prince so- disappeared right after her. Like she's he's standing behind her and he's just Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's apparently a magician and a ventriloquist. Oh, there's one scene where he's doing ventriloquism with that puppet. This is the puppet season. It's crazy. I was like, he's doing that. I was like, um uh so by the way, after Prince got tossed to the side like a rag doll by his dad, we just cut to Morris Day on the street. It just Cut to Morris Dude, and Billy talking. It's shot. like, this is random. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so like wide and like long, like long lengthwise. Yeah. It's just them like on just the street walking, walking from like the talking. end of the street all yeah. the way. It's like, it's very, you are right. Like that's like the most the room <laughs> shot in the whole movie where it's just them starting the scene, walking along, and it ends. Like, uh, another scene that to me killed me into like how preposterous and just far of left field it was was um <laughs> Morris is leaving I think the rehearsal with the ladies <laughs> he rounds the corner <laughs> and then some woman just materializes <laughs> from an alleyway and uh-huh. is upset with what him. happens after that what happens after that show <laughs> You're giving away my favorite scene. <laughs> yes. What's he doing with her, Jeff? Yes. Jerome playing the role of his henchman. Pick her up. <laughs> like babes, you barbell. <laughs> Uh, babe, uh, what was it what? <laughs> from last week? <laughs> from two weeks ago. <laughs> from two weeks ago. Oh, bench, oh, oh. bench press bikini babes. Yeah, he, he, he I was like, fix her up, and then tosses her in the trash. And closes the lid. Dumpster and drops the lid on her. She gets thrown directly into a dumpster. Just. The most random it was a different time. thing I've ever seen in a film. Oh my god, it was amazing. I had I wrote it down too. Uh, I just wrote down "lady in a dumpster." Now, so we, I was like, "What is happening in this star. movie?" Right uh-huh. now, we talked. Joe mentioned. We, we a know line. we have because we did a show. On yes, it. Joe mentioned a line. There were some very interesting lines in songs. Oh man! But there was a line in this movie that made me say, <clears throat> even me say, "What?" <laughs> When Morris Day and they're having they're sitting at the the table mm-hmm. when she comes in and he looks at her and he says your lips will make a lollipop too happy. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened here? I was like, what? 
<laughs> there is some insane stuff. I was like, Hold apparently on. a lot of his lines in that scene was from a song called Chili Sauce, I think I had read, oh, or something really? like that. I need to go find but that song. That is hilarious. That was hysterical. I was like, oh I was like that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's kind of an ingenious line, though. That's, that's a, a really line. pretty good. To get across what you're trying to say, That was I was like, well, I know what his intentions are. <laughs> Him and that whole scene is amazing. Oh my God. But uh, another another like, one I wrote down here. Another one I wrote down here. Just please. to 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 again uh, illustrate the room nature of this. Um, Prince walks up behind Apollonia, just unsuspectingly. She's mm-hmm. staring in the window at something, and the first word. These are the first words he says to her in the entire film. Who gave you that bracelet? So he said, who gave you that? And it's in reference yeah. to an ankle bracelet she has on. Then yes. cut to two minutes later, they're riding on the bike countryside. <laughs> hey, There's been little me. development among their relationship. And she's on the back of his motorcycle. I was like, what? Out of the she's, He takes her out of the city, away this from anywhere like else. This like, a textbook. <laughs> it's a like play. the term negging. The term negging. This For is a textbook sure. negging film. Like, <laughs> like he is such a piece of shit to her the entire movie. And she's like, I love him. And I'm like, what is going on in here? Oh, man. He's awful. He's an awful person. He had a movie. random Abbott Costello moment between Morris and Jerome. It was, it was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. What's the password? It. No. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> it, right? No, right. That's it. what you're talking <laughs> Yeah, just add a thing. It goes on for like three minutes. It's and so it long. continues into the club where she shows up. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It's the password? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you saying that, you reminded me of um, in the movie. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm watching it. <clears throat> and this has nothing to do with Prince's lack of manliness. Um, I didn't know what the hell I I was hearing the song Nikita. I didn't know her name was Nikita. It's not Nikita, it's Darling Nikki. Is that what it is? Yeah, you kept saying that on the phone earlier. I was like, it's not clearly. Nikita. Uh, <laughs> I still and I wasn't even drinking then. <laughs> I should look at words, well, but I found this little interesting fact that she was not the original person casted as cast as Apollonia. She was not, no. It was the Vicious Six, where I think he dated one of the... Not the Vicious Six. It started with a V. Shit, man. It started... Okay, I was close. Um, You're just making up everything. I'm making making up words. But then how she fell into it, he was dating a person from there. He eventually dated the Apollonia woman. He was dating Vanity. He was never dating Apollonia. No, they dated once. Like he... She was married when she got to the film. I mean, she was dating when she got to the film. She was I, married. She was not married. I looked at the it. It was kept hush, and it was because they wanted the illusion that they were dating for Bro, the film. Because you, you did like, a deeper dive than I did. Because everybody, if you didn't notice, everybody in the movie goes by their actual name outside. Yes, of I did notice in their parents, the kids. So yes. they wanted the illusion that they were dating. So they had kept her her marriage hush hush because she was a relatively unknown. I mean, they dated at some point. Wiki told me that. Probably eventually. Um, Wiki told me. But at the time of the movie, no, she was she was married. Oh, On to the song, the rankings. 
right. We got anything else? Oh, do you know who wrote the song Manic Monday? Just Not Apollonia, because I just read that. Yes. In, uh, I just read that on Wikipedia. Was she, that she in did. that Not- group? No, she didn't. Well, they she did the song initially, and oh, then okay. it didn't work, and the writer gave the song to the Bengals. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I, I know that's the Bengals, but okay. I know who the writer is because I just read it. I'm assuming it's Prince. It is Prince. Very, I was like, wow. Prince did a lot of writing for he did a, lot a lot of, of people. Yeah. Oh, Purple yeah. Rain, he wanted, actually, it's funny. I read that Purple Rain he gave to, I think it's Nikki Six. Am I getting it? No, Stevie Nicks. Jeez. <laughs> Nikki uh, Six. <laughs> Six is like Motley Crue. I was like, that can't be right. Uh, he, Motley Crue doing Purple Rain. He gave it to Stevie Nicks. He gave the music to her. For her to write, and she was just like, "This is too. I can't. I don't even want to try this." And then he just took it back, and then he wrote "Purple Rain." <laughs> hmm. So yeah, I'll just keep it. <laughs> uh, all right, I think it's time to go to the rankings. Unless anybody has anything <laughs> else to say, and I'm good. I feel like we'll have more to say as as things go on. I do want to shout out the Punisher. The Punisher was in this movie. Um, oh. The Punisher. You guys didn't peep the Punisher. After no. uh, his dad tries to commit suicide, when the police are talking to him, a guy in a full body sweeper leather jacket just walks into the scene. Nobody speak. We hear nobody speak, and then he just walks right out of the scene. It's like, no. why did the Punisher just make an appearance? <laughs> oh my god! No, but now I have every to other look cop for that looked guy. like a cop. This guy had a long leather. I gotta see that again. Now I gotta go. I will that. say, jeez. When I first watched it, I was like, I don't know what this is. I know I know it's hard to criticize because people love it. I was like, I don't know what this is. A couple days later, I'm like, I think I want to watch Purple Rain again. <laughs> like, I want to see it again. And that's why I watched part of it today. Uh-huh. A, to like familiarize myself with what actually happened in the plot. But then also I was like, I think I want to watch Purple now, Rain. There's <laughs> something about it. It's infectious. I it, might be it watching is. it more. Now, in yeah. Joe saying that, the whole cop scene... I was sitting there like, man, isn't it good that Apollonia like shunned him? Because if he she didn't, he would have never showed up. His mm-hmm. dad would have shot himself. That's true. That's true. He would have never called well, the he cops. Did shoot himself. Well, he would have well. shot himself, but then he, no one would call he the probably cops. Probably would have bled out. He yeah. wouldn't have. Yeah, he wouldn't have. Yeah. found him. Yeah, and we would not have had the tossing of the. But speaking the of attempted tossing, <laughs> as far as we know, they fought. After he rescues her from from Morris Day, yeah. did he rescue? She's her? She's on the ground. Weird. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Or steals her basically. Yeah. Her, well, yeah, he tells her to, she does voluntarily get on the motorcycle. Yeah, but that is true. They're fighting. He storms off. By the end of the movie, she's just back in the crowd, loving everything he's doing. Yeah, like there's no there's, there's no, no development resolution. there like, whatsoever. I, I wrote, down and that's that, part of the what makes this so baffling. I wrote down also like. I didn't love the the satisfaction. Like I felt like Liz and Wendy deserved more. Oh, like yeah, their song became the song, and like all right. the all the appreciation they got was like he talked about it a little bit in the beginning, and then gave he them gave kisses, them credit in the beginning, and then gave and them then like kisses on the cheek during the performance. He got to do the big encore, but he <laughs> runs out of the he runs yeah, he out of the out whole thing. It all failed, and then everybody's loving it. And then he comes back with no jacket on, and I'm like, he threw the jacket off. I think he took the jacket off. off. No, he threw the jacket off. He went on, and I'm like, so where did he know the rest of the set? Like, like did they everyone? Like, they never rehearsed That's the another song. thing. The rehearsals. Like, this, this, these <laughs> bands rehearsal. Very confusing. 
Where all these new tracks or these tracks they did we don't before. Gotta watch they every rehearsal. Yeah. We just gotta assume I, they know I them. I just yeah. wanted to see one rehearsal where They're everyone bands. showed They've up. They've been doing bands. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got the you got the club owner crying during Purple Rain like oh. yeah that guy rules. Like you were just trying to kick this guy out you you just gave him the this is your last show Rick he gave him advice oh, he, he saved his career he, did. he said no one knows what the hell your songs are all his songs are in for so him. he's like what if I use that song that they wrote and I didn't write and I thought it was very interesting what if like, I made a song personal. The big song at the well, he's done personal songs and everyone hated him. But the big song at the end, it's not like his song that he's been writing. It's not even like one of his father's songs. Like that's what I thought was gonna. He's like gonna find mm. Purple Rain in the in his dad's <laughs> shit. No, it's his bandmates that were like mad at him before. They're like, use our shit. Stop playing all your weird dumb songs about computers having sex. <laughs> and then by the end of the movie. It wins everyone over. Yeah. I thought that was a cool choice. It's like he's got to open himself up. He can't be this closed can't off be weirdo, stubborn recluse guy. And the, the guy club owner talks about sex. Yes. Again, this is why I watched the end of the movie again. The club owner's like, "We're gonna kick you out because no one likes your music." So pretty much, he's like, "Okay, I got to save my career and, by and using other songs." This is why we eventually have to do part two because yes, Morris Day part two was like, "Yeah, yeah good job, man. Bridge. Yeah, this graffiti bridge." Oh. And is like, that a technically a sequel or is it just a, a sequel? sequel? It's a direct sequel. Oh, really? He's refer. He's the kid again. Yeah. Yep. He's the kid again. He's repri- reprising his role. As and Morris Day's in it again. It's it's a lot this shorter. might be a five star movie. Yeah. They they had beef it apparently. Is. They apparently had beef afterwards because apparently Morris Day was uh, it was the eighties. You know, he was on that stuff really? around that time, and uh, apparently he was what? on that stuff the entire filming. <laughs> So, <laughs> do you mean? I can tell <laughs> that booger sugar. Yeah, <laughs> why he get a cold? Yeah. <laughs> Sneezing all over the place. Sneezing, causing, wheezing, all that good jazz. Yeah. All right, it's time for how do we measure? Where do we stand at number one, two, three, four, number seven? Does this bother you? So in thirtieth place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, Rick was a little late. As we said, he was coming off the plane. So, Rick, it's going to be 4-4-5 four, because four, we wanted to keep the top five going. So, okay. with that being said, I will go to Rick. Figured. The first four. Also, quick note. Ooh. There is a nine-song album, ah. Purple Rain, based on the or using songs that were in the movie. But we included four other songs that were in the movie and weren't on any soundtrack because they're not Prince songs. So we threw them in there and you'll hear them as we rank. So there's yeah, 13 songs that were Two doing. of the songs, they were on the albums of the people who did them. Uh, Dez's, right. The Modern Airs, The Apollonia Record, and um, the two Morris Day and the Time Records. So. All right, Rick. All right, Rick. Go. 13 to 10. Number Guys, 13. I'm very interested to see where this goes. Modern Air. Number 12, although they were lovely to look at, at least one one of them, Sex Shooters. Number 11. There were also three of them. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It threw me off. I I was confused. I apologize. Number 11, Computer Blue. And number 10, that guawking... Bird. 
say? Who was the bird? Top that is four. the. I was gonna be very upset. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Go All right, for it. me thirteen. You heard it already. Sex shooter. Number twelve, the bird. Hmm. Number eleven, baby, I'm a star. The closing song of the entire movie. And number ten. Modern Air. Hmm. Wow, very interesting. Very interesting. All right, number <laughs> 13. I don't know how this made it past 13 for either of you. She was so annoying. The bird! <laughs> made it past the bird. <laughs> I got it 12. <laughs> so, so the version we found, the YouTube we found, was nearly eight minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> but the last two minutes are like weird Those guacings like, really irritated me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it should have been 13. I'm shocked it's he made it past 13. Well, um, number 12, The Modern Air. Number 11, Sex Shooter. <laughs> Sounds like a theme here. And number 10, Computer Blue. I mean, we got the Ooh. same bottom four. Yeah, but yeah. Joe orders. and Rick, the exact same Didn't different like the orders. Configuration for you. I understand that, but uh, I had Baby I'm a Star as no. the last Prince song. But you guys had Computer Blue yeah. as the last Prince song. Yeah, uh, no argument there. But um, I was interested. This was one of the things I was most interested in would be how what would be the lowest Prince song for all of us, and mm. would our bottoms contain a Prince song? Right, and they did, and they did. So, so Rick, Modern Air below the Bird. Uh, I I have to agree with Joe here. It's not a great song. <laughs> Modern Air is not amazing, but it's better There's than no that. Squawk. <laughs> so, would you guys like to know the honest truth? Do you like Absolutely. the dance? Oh no! Remember, you I didn't listen no. to it. Remember, Joe, I did the, I did everything. Like on Friday, by Friday, my wrist was complete. My my wrist, my list was complete. Um, uh-huh. when I looked to see that Modern Air was added. I only thought of it from the movie perspective, uh, and I hated really? it. Really? Okay. Okay. So that was the only reason. You hated it in the movie? I mean, it's like, it's just, it's, just like, it's inoffensive. Music. It's just yeah, a it, song. It, it, yeah, it's, it's horrible. Just, it, all I hear is modern air, modern air. Nah, that's kind of true. <laughs> I want to be a modern man. Yeah, I was modern like, no. Modern I'm done. Um, but <laughs> like I said, it's not a great song, I but it's better like than I did like some of the bird. Yeah. Um. But the more I hear the guacking, like there's another song that's going to come up. You had a 10, actually. You had it above Computer Blue. And I, I just Sexual. dislike Computer Blue. <laughs> I dislike the opening. Computer I dislike. It's funny. I didn't like Computer Blue. And then like right when I was finishing everything, I was like, I think I get Computer Blue. <laughs> yes. Computer Blue. But yeah, sex shooters just—it's just a generic, weird. Oh song. yeah, it was last for it's me. A it's a homogenized, just not thrown together. Yeah, song. I mean, maybe that's the point. Yeah, I, I don't know so. if they're trying to say something with it, but uh, I don't think so because they actually there. released it as a single. It is a single. <laughs> there was a music video. Yeah, so it's a lead single on an album. Maybe music not. Video that felt like a Coca-Cola commercial. Yeah, that's why I sent that other link that actually starts with the song, <laughs> and not like a strange. Like two minute skit, yeah, whatever, whatever was happening there. All right, all righty, let's get to the next four nine to six. 
Rick, go for it. Number nine. You've already heard it. But baby, I'm a star. Number eight. Take me with you. Number seven. There's a theme. Let's. Sorry. Number seven. I will die for you. I would die for you. And I skipped ahead to my number six. Let's go crazy. Interesting. Wow. I, I did. Uh, yeah, I know. This could be a shakeup. Interesting. interesting. I know. I know. I, I, I know it's your top three. I get it. I know. I know. Right. We don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying it's interesting. This could be top five. Kyle. Number nine for me. You both said it already. Computer blue. Number eight for me. Take me with the letter U. Number seven. That jungle love. And number six, the beautiful ones. Mm. All, right. All right. All right. My number nine. Take me with you. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Jungle Love. Interesting. Number seven, Baby, I'm a star. And number six, the beautiful ones. Wow. <laughs> very close. Man, you guys are very close. <laughs> we have the exact same bottom uh, eight, just in different orders. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Very interesting. So, Rick. Yes. <laughs> Do we start with Rick? Because <laughs> he's the one with the outliers. With the outlier, okay. Um. Yeah, let's go crazy. One we thought you would have heard before. Correct. Um, and I, I would die for you. Another semi-popular Prince song. Um, just not working. It didn't. Me, I assume. Like, uh, I was looking for. It just didn't do it for me. Let's go crazy was fun, but there was one yeah. song that I like more than it that was also fun. It's apparently, uh, mm. hasn't been named yet. Five songs you cool. liked better than no, no. But there's one song that's fun. The, my 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 top five is not full of fun two, songs. I thought there were only two fun songs, and you already named the other fun songs. I considered a fun song. I don't know what this. Other there were fun three song. fun songs. Okay, two fun Prince songs. I guess. it's one okay. the bird. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one is the bird. Yeah, so I guess four fun songs. Yes, two fun um, Prince songs. I think is what Joe Prince was getting songs, at. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I will say this, and it doesn't. It didn't really affect my rankings. Um, I forgot until today to rank the four non-Prince songs, <laughs> even though I sent them all yesterday. <laughs> I was like, "Here they are," and like these are the ones we're including. I was like, "All right," got my ranking ready because I was just going off what I had on my phone, like I usually do the album, yeah. and I was like, "Oh crap!" That's very funny. But I mean, it seems to have lined up. Besides Jungle Love, which is in Rick's. Top five. You know it. It seems that mostly the rest of them have lined up. But uh Yeah, Joe, I don't know if there's anything you need to say about the middle here. Uh, we got a Baby I'm up. a star. Yeah, you had Baby I'm a Star highest. Um Baby I'm a Star, uh Take Me With You <clears throat> is a I don't want to say it like it's a non-offensive song, but I also didn't love it. I didn't love the duet quality of it, so that's why it was lower. And I thought Jungle I like Love was good, but I liked Baby I'm a Star. I like that that closed out the movie um, because you kind of thought 
you kind of think the way it's set up, like Purple Rain, Dolph is going to close the movie. And then there's two songs after Purple Rain. And then he comes back. Yeah, he does a, a full on encore. Yeah. And then Baby, I'm a Star, because uh, more so like as a um, personal mantra, because, you know, people were doubting him and he was doubting himself mm. at some point. And then it kind of helped him break. You might through. not know it now. So, yeah, that's why I liked it. Yeah. Beautiful one. Yeah, it's just so close to being top five, though. So close. Mm. It is. Sorry, what'd you say? I cut out a little bit there. It's so oh, what? sorry. I said beautiful one. So close to being top five. Yeah, my it's number good. one and two were the hardest two to rank. I gotta. Say. I was gonna say that when I got to them. <laughs> I feel the exact same way, and I think I know what they are. <laughs> it I was think I know so what they are. Hard. To it was split the atom with that one. I'll with say my two. my top eight. I love all of them. Mm. Uh, my top five. With, I love my top six. I, I really love like. I do hard. like. Yeah, I like "Take Me With You." I think it's a good little song. There's just seven better. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. All right, let's do it, Rick. Top five. Yeah. Turns out mm. Prince good at music. Very good, huh? Uh, Very good. The little prolific. Realized he was a sex symbol. <laughs> I, I get simple. that too. I mean, I mean, just hey. All right, Rick. So number five, boots and heels, the beautiful ones, tiny boots and ruffles, and not the chips. Number four, (laughs) (laughs) jungle love. There it is. Number three, darling Nikki, which I will say was way dirtier than Dirty Diana. Oh my god. <laughs> and my top two were very difficult. <laughs> I want to give them one A and one B. <laughs> I feel the same. But you gotta uh, pick one. One of them's gotta be two. Yeah, one's gotta be two. I feel as if I'm gonna I feel as if I'm going to mess this up since I love this song so much. But there was a certain part of the number one song that captivated me. Number two, when doves cry. And number one, Purple Rain. (laughs) All right. He did it, folks. Gauntlet has been thrown down. Gauntlet is here. All right. We'll see how we all stack up. Number five, Darling Nikki. Number four, Let's Go Crazy. Number three, I would die for you. Coming down to the difficult top two (laughs) that was alluded to. But one of them has to be number two. I went back and forth for days. But number two, when doves cry, number one, purple rain. Wow. Wow. The gauntlet continues (laughs) to be thrown down. And it is now... Been passed. Just it, it swung. <laughs> now in my corner. All right. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no cow's face. I can't talk with I'm just laughing. It's funny. Like there's it, it's it's so much tension and it doesn't matter like at all. <laughs> like it's like, Number five. It's so tense right now. It doesn't matter. Dude, so dude, joke you messed it up. <laughs> Not me this time. Number five. All right. Let's go crazy. The pressure's off for Rick. He loves it. Yep. 
I live for these moments. Number four, darling Nikki. Mm. Number three, Purple Rain. (sighs) (sighs) But two is still in play. Yeah, I don't think so. But I don't think I would die for you as number one. Number two, I would die for you. Wow. Wow. Number one, with a bullet. Even though it's not really a a song in the movie, it's just a music video in the middle of the movie. It is (laughs) undeniably, Mm. unequivocally, Mm. a banger. When doves cry. Both of those are bangers. This is why the pressure was off. This is why the pressure was off. They're all bangers. I don't know if it's undeniable or unequivocal. Look, Joe, you heard us. This was the hardest. This was it was was difficult. It was difficult. It's extremely hard. All three were difficult. But I would die for you. I liked it a lot more than you guys. Obviously, it's It's sitting at my three. I was like, I had it three, dude. I had it at seven. But it cracked. Like you have a good point. It cracked the. It cracked the uncrackable top two. Yeah, exactly. For you. Yeah. But yeah, those two. At one point, it was my number one. <laughs> really? I I just I would have felt better if it was your number one. I know, because then Dwindell's Cry would be number two. But um, also true. There was just something about when Dove's Cry, when Purple Rain plays, when he does it in the movie, and then he goes and he comes back, and then I would die for you with the triumphant song. And yeah, it just I get it. hit. And I was like, oh, this is just like. It is. It's so it much. Felt yeah, it's, good. It's, sad. it's like. Whereas a the other song. one felt yeah. sad. It felt good in a way. And, I, but, it, so. you know, in a way, Purple Rain was a triumphant song because it won. It won everyone over. Like yeah. the crowd was stunned. Like he he interpreted it as they hated it. But yeah. they were like so blown away. Like they couldn't react. Like it was. His but there's something. There's like so many close ups to people like in tears. I like, know. Right. It was crazy. So many people were in tears, but um, it it's, Rick, I gotta talk to you. I gotta talk. Great. To you. It's great. I'm it not. Is. My, that's why I say my top five is just like my top six. Hard. All of those are just like fucking. You know what? The only good thing about this is we still haven't done our first. I was rewatch. just gonna say that too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in a way. <laughs> but the fact that we could, we, we almost had. It was there. It was there for the take two. Sorry, a top a two. two. Sorry, but I had. But to Rick, speak my truth. Rick got this correct because Purple Rain. Wow, yes. I was gonna say it's very funny. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but I was thinking uh, this is again kind of one of those movies where. It's working towards a song. I was gonna bring this up. Okay, yeah. I was about to say was it's kind of working yeah. towards a song, and I think it landed it, and it actually worked. Yeah, but I just like two songs slightly more. <laughs> so this song is so good. I've listened to it so many times since watching the movie. Is when, and that's how I realized like this is what this is why it's number one. Like I can't get it out of my head. There's so many good parts to it. It's very long. I do like long songs, um, especially when they work. I think this works as a long song because it's like such a, tri- like it is a triumphant kind of song. It's just like, it's like a celebration, not really a celebration. Like it's not that upbeat. Like it is sad. It's sad in the it's, beginning, but I think. It's like a super Rick's ballad. right. That outro, that outro. It, it's it's, like it's a super minutes. ballad it's, with it's a so crazy good. guitar yeah. solo to round it it's out. So like. It's the epitome of vulnerability for his character. Right. There you go. There you go. Now, right. it's a great point. 
remember Joe that that one little animated film that came out last year called Intergalactic? Yes. Remember how you are your No, I remember a movie called Intergalactic. Intergalactic. <laughs> hey. Tomato if there's another another potato, movie. Potato. <laughs> um you remember how your number one song was Willing to Trust, right? Yes. You know how at the end of that it just kept going and as it kept going, you just love the cutty riff at the end. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about this song. That's why it was number one. That riff at the end with the guitar solo and then him crying on the track. More of a wailing. It's like, wailing. The yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I was the ooh, say, yeah, you really confused me when you said cry. I was like, I don't remember a cry. <laughs> well, the wailing on the track, like that whole combination, it hits so hard to the soul. Because that's him putting his soul out there. That's him saying, you know what? If you hate me, you hate me. This is just me being real for a change. But that's why it's so interesting that in the movie, he doesn't even write it. No, he he writes. Well, the he doesn't song. write the music. He doesn't write the music. He writes he takes the lyrics. It. Oh, he writes the lyrics. He writes the, the lyrics. lyrics. Is he that how it works? Yeah. Yeah, because he has the tape. He has the tape. He keeps he's replaying listening to the tape, tape so he can figure out he's the melody. He's playing on the piano. Oh, yeah. so he's writing the lyrics. He's yeah. writing yeah. the lyrics. Yeah. I didn't quite catch they that They did part. the arrangement. And I, to me, I was like, did he just uh, one take this? Did he just go into the booth and just I guess yeah. that's what I'm th- Also, he <laughs> never went to tell song? them the, the lyrics. Yeah, I just was like. Well, they don't need to know the lyrics. They know the song. Well, I'm saying like he never went, like, he never gave the drummer his part, the synth guy his part. Like, uh, that's true. Everyone's been practicing this behind his back. <laughs> that's why you guys are so worried about rehearsals. <laughs> that's, why, that's literally why I was worried about the rehearsal. We're going on stage with this. I mean, well, <laughs> what happened? If down. you remember, like the part where, because it's like when Morris Day is doing the bird, it's like after he's he's written half written Purple Rain, but they're all just like sitting backstage, like mm. seething. They're all just like staring at each other. They're not talking. Morris Day walks by. Has that awful crack about how's the family? Yeah. The and they're, they're all just like sitting there. They're all just sitting there. Let's go crazy. Yeah, they're like mocking. Let's go crazy. It's. I was like, oh my god. But um, like, hey, maybe they talked about it at that point. Maybe they had. I don't know. No. But it's, they pulled it off in this fictional film. Yeah. It, yeah. it was very hard to rank it number. That's why I said one A, one B. Those two it songs. Is. It is. I mean, when does we haven't even talked about when does? Uh, I was like, going to say, um, I was just going to say. <laughs> so with Purple Rain, it's I think I think it's two different ways kind of to look at him uh, dealing with his emotions. With Purple Rain, he's putting his emotions on display for everyone to kind of take in. Whereas when Doves Cry, the way it plays in the movie, it's kind of like an internal monologue and right. how inwardly he's uh, assessing himself. And I just thought the introspection on that song uh, was just like phenomenal. Oh, it was. <laughs> he was saying, "Maybe I'm like my father." Yeah, he's saying twenty that minutes I'm later, both of these people, and then he's, he's smacking he's, people he's, up. Yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> what's going on here? And I so, know yeah. what Kyle was going to ask: Why is Jungle Love so high? I felt like that's where he was coming. Not at all. Oh, I was going to ask. No, I thought no. you were like, now Rick, tell me, tell me. I was like, all right. <laughs> no, up. I wanted to talk to you because we uh, had the same okay. number one. Like, and I wanted to talk about how great Purple it. Rain was. No, Purple Rain, yeah. you know, Purple Rain, man. Yeah. Purple one. All those I was like, you, you were correct. Yes. That's what I was telling no, you. No, yes. You were correct, my, my guy. You, Thank you. You, you did Thank the you. thing that Joe did not do. I did. Joe. Joe failed us. Failed us in the chili sauce. At least it was not a spite like somebody did on South Park. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would do Probably such a have. thing? 
Just saying. Just going mm. up there. That guy. Um, but yeah, no, I feel good with these rankings. No. Um, I'm happy that we had a lot of crossover throughout, honestly. Um, yeah. Aside from We had Rick's, the correct the correct tiers mostly. Rick's middle tier was. Yeah, I was about to say, though. aside from Rick with <laughs> I would die for you and let's go crazy, I think we kinda all align. Um, that's a little, making that's jungle a love hop up. I mean I, it was it was a fun I heard well, Rick it, it was, was about fun. to talk about jungle love. It was fun. It was the funnest song again. I heard. Let's oh, okay. let's so go it, it per, like let's go crazy when it started. Like these two were like my one and two. Mm-hmm. Until I started getting towards like the middle section, because it's weird when you watch the movie and then you listen to the soundtrack. A couple of tracks are out of order. They're definitely out of yeah, order. Yeah, they're not like, in order at all. Like the first five are in order, and then the rest are out of order from the Prince side. Um, yes. So, but like though that one and two was there strong until beautiful ones came on and it just like split them at four and six. <laughs> <laughs> it's good but it's um, good i will say this listening to this soundtrack i will definitely say i've been listening to more of prince's older music mm. it, it, it don't, i can see why like i was like man i thought prince was great you know when he died i was sad but then it's like this guy was more of a genius than maybe i well definitely than i knew but i was like man oh that's it i've been coming from minnesota on top I of that, exactly. Not, yeah, overcoming oh. being from Minnesota. Yeah, like and, and five two. Yeah, and he's a hooper. I mean, jeez. But um, game blouses, game blouses. But uh, he had a Prince hoop earring been on. Somebody I've been uh, infatuated with their career for a while. I haven't gotten into the music the way I've wanted to, just because there's just always too much stuff. Um, and he has a lot of stuff. He has a like lot before of stuff. his passing, he had like. F- 36 albums or something crazy like that. It's um, a lot. But also his first, like, I think this was the first album where he allowed anybody else to have a writing or production credit. And the other person was the revolution. Yeah. <laughs> like prior to that, he did all the arrangement, all the writing, all the production and just all the performance. Like, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's something special. Yeah, obviously. Celebrated career. I can see people going like Michael was around the same time. So I was like, okay, maybe him and Mike constantly battling, even though their music was so different. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of the thing. They were kind of pinned against each other. Yeah, they were pitted against each other. Yes. So it's like, do you want this rock, this more rock edgy? Like you said, even Dirty uh, Darling Nikki is... Way more intense than the a little safer, a little more mainstream Michael Jackson and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. Definitely right. gonna be in my top three so far. We've seen. Mm. I don't know about just saying soundtrack we'll see when we get when there, we get there the, you, we, if we you watch this eight, movie again, eight months to go, dude. If you watch this again, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, it's. Uh, I was after. I, 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 I meant to say this. On. I meant to say this after you guys brought it up, but I finished the movie and I called my lady and I said, she said, how was Purple Rain? I was like, it's a movie. (laughs) I would have said, I don't know. I would have felt just the way it Right after watching it, I have no idea. I was like, it was a film. It was shot on film. Uh, 
people acted, things kind were of. recorded, said words, <laughs> songs, names were not mentioned. Like, it was definitely people did stunts. I was like, I definitely watched something. <laughs> grows on you though. It but grows. It That's the problem. It the more you listen to the soundtrack, the more the movie pops in with it. The more it sits, yeah. and you're like, hmm, better than I thought. All right, let's stop wasting time and get to the lines. More saying. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. All righty. We are at the lines portion. And I'll just go ahead and go first as the boys get oh. ready for their lines. Mine comes from a song in my bottom list of my rankings. Oh. And it's not the bird. I'll promise you Sex that. Sex shooter. was a future seer um Mm -hmm. i think he saw into the future and realized that so many people would be looking towards machines and phones and gadgets and devices to seek out and find love all these apps and everything and then they blame the algorithms and the uh, the things, the swipes and whatever the technology is, they blame them for their lack of love life when in actuality, you got to get up, you got to get out there, and you got to seek it out on your own. <laughs> you got to go to Halloween parties. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> Find the right twin <laughs> sister. Because well, right For example, just a general no example. Wrong twin sister, right? just, just the right twin example. sister for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a prescient. prescient that was a great song. save, by the way. Sounds like you've heard that before. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that. You know, just uh, being diplomatic. Off the cuff. Wow, I like that. Just being diplomatic. All right, Rick line is next, his third line. How can you just leave me standing alone in a world that's so cold? A world that's so cold. Maybe I'm just too good. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I'm just I'm like you know. Maybe I'm just like Maybe I'm just like my mother. My mother. She's never satisfied. Never satisfied. Why? Why do we scream at each Probably the best hook I've heard in a long time. Mm. Um, but I mean, even listening to it, you can all I can I could take a personal take on it just based on what he's saying. It's like uh, I'll never admit it outwardly. Sometimes, besides on this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> too late there. But um, it's very deep on recorded, on recorded media. media. Yes, it's a very. <laughs> I was like, once I started saying, I was like, for years and years to come, <laughs> like very. I was like, damn it. 
But um, no, just taking that introspective look where you may not want to align yourself with someone you dislike, but then also find qualities in that person within yourself. Um, him speaking, you of have his to father. be realistic. Yeah, yeah. So, it has to be realistic. Like, like Joe said, with that inner turmoil, just his inner thoughts. Um, it's tough because you have to. You can see how that song parallels to the Purple Rain song because you have to be willing to. You have to get to that point at some point within yourself to be able to come out with a Purple Rain. Because mm. um, if you're if you don't view if you can't get to that place and see yourself in that way. You can't then express yourself so beautifully, which yeah, is why it's number yeah. yourself. You can't be honest with others. Why it's number two and number one. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. perfect there caveat. There it is. Perfect. Boom. Exactly. But um, <laughs> I will say, uh, so Rick called in his lines this this week, <laughs> and uh, I took a creative liberty with picking the last of the courses so I could get all the runs in there. Yeah. Ah, and they're all going to be probably within the proper time frame as well. Oh, yeah. that's the one that got the longest, and it's pretty much the fade out getting yeah. extra time in there. But um, yeah, yeah, we may hear more from that song later on. Kyle, you're number three. Yes. So before you play, as difficult as doing rankings was, picking lines was even harder because I feel like there aren't a lot that stand out. I think these songs as a whole are very good like like I I could say as a whole like so it's hard to like pick out parts to like kind of slice out like they 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 intertwine so well so here's my top three woke up the next morning Nikki wasn't there I looked all over all I found was a phone number on the stairs I mean, I could pick all the lyrics from this song if given liberty, but uh, I just picked the last. Um, what do you call it? Verse. Verse there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just it just sums it up so well, you know. Just like the the Nikki character and the the journey they go on, and she's just gone. Mm. Is her phone number? She's gone. Uh, in the moment, did you guys know he was like doing a dig at her? Oh, as it was playing, I I I figured it out because I saw her facial expression. Like when it first started, I didn't know what the hell it was about. I was like, okay. It took me a second, and I was like, oh, is he gonna like so shade at her? <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. not how it went down. That's not how it went down. It, it's not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but by the time it was halfway done, yes, literally, <laughs> you could tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And then for no, her to get on the bike with him, like what the? <laughs> yeah, I know. So. <laughs> this is just weird. Number two for me. So I love uh, kind of throughout the album, Dove represents so many different things. And in this song, Dove represents when Dove's cry, represents him, this fragile bird. 
And the line that really pushed it over the edge and why it's in my top lines is even doves have pride. He's right. saying like, don't, uh, he was like, all right, I'll chase for a, a reasonable amount, but don't <laughs> push me to the edge where I have to do don't take advantage, an over yeah. the top gesture because now you're going to make me look kind of crazy in the scene and everything. I mean, so yeah. And me and Kyle were actually talking about it prior to uh, the show taping. Um, I was telling Kyle, how I was trying to figure out like, okay, did they have the music before the script or the script before the music? And the script existed kind of in uh, the script and the music were non crossover basically the script was written and then prince had like a plethora of songs that he had just at the ready and they were mid filming and they were like we need one more song to really tie everything together and the next day he comes back with when doves cry completely done just a complete new original <laughs> song just vocals the music everything just done in one day and it's like oh wow damn <laughs> so yeah um, and a That's funny him, tidbit I saw was this song, if you listen, it has no actual bass line. Um, there was originally a bass line in it, but he was talking to another artist that uh, I don't remember the actual person, but they were they came to the conclusion the bass line made it sound a little too poppy. So they kind of wanted to have kind of that hollow, stark feel um, and sound mm-hmm. different from anything, any other popular song you were hearing at that time. So. Very good song. Very Why good choice. Yep. Why is the number two? Number two for Rick. <laughs> I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a oh, sex no. fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. She said, How'd you like to waste some time? And I could not resist when I saw little Nikki grind. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> he said, "This it. is one I, again. I wish I had secretly sent to Joe as a guess." <laughs> Sorry, of what? Uh, Play it again. Oh, I thought you were gonna give me a double go. I was like, "Yeah, it's good I, enough." I to wish I was gonna. I, I would have guessed this yeah, it, for sure. It's it's not even what. It's not the lyrics. It's just like the cadence, like how he's saying it, and the the delivery. So when I heard the song when it came out, I was like. When it came on, I was like, "Man, this is this is like smooth but edgy." And then as the song continued, I was like, "Oh, this is wrong." <laughs> <laughs> just edgy, period. Yeah. But it's still top three for me because it's just—I I don't know how else to put it. There you go. I was about to say this. Uh, this also helped push. The parental advisory sticker because uh, I believe Al Gore was a senator or at that time and Tipper Gore's wife uh, was played the song by their daughter <laughs> and she was like, this is not acceptable <laughs> what for children. <laughs> so that along with uh, Straight Outta Compton, the album, was the uh, mm. big push for uh, the parental advisory sticker hmm. kyle somebody think of the children you're interesting number two line my number two i'm 
So most of the lyrics in this song are very dark. This is one of the poppiest songs <laughs> on the album. It's very upbeat. But he's basically talking about party now because we're all going to die later. So let's just Live let's go up. crazy. Let's let's get nuts. Yeah. yeah. Like the elevator I was reading is like it stands for like the devil. So it's like before the devil mm. brings you down to hell. Mm. <laughs> let's go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love I love when poppy songs have like deep meanings, creepy and dark attention. lyrics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, famed Jehovah's Witness, by the way, famed Jehovah's. Yeah, Witness. he had a, a. He's a very devout Christian man. Michael was too. I found that out. Jehovah's Witness as well. Yeah, I, I was educated wow. by one Dimonique about that. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. Ah yes, frequent contributor. Frequent contributor. Oh, a lot of second contributors sometimes. Yeah. Uh, my number one <laughs> line comes from my oh, number yeah. two song. I'm not your lover. I'm not your friend. I'm something that you never comprehend. No need to worry. No need to cry. I'm your Messiah. And you're the reason why. Cause you, I, I will die for you. So, uh, this song, again, my number two song. Love it. Amazing. Number three. Um, Seven. I thought it was ingenious after listening to it a couple times. What he would die for, not a person. And what is who is speaking in the verses is not him. So when he says, I'm your Messiah, the song is love talking. And he would die for love. And I was, I was, I was floored at that point. <laughs> I was like, gosh. <laughs> so right. yeah, uh, yeah, this guy is uh, very talented to say the least. I will say, Joe, you, you just changed my, you just flipped. <laughs> I was a song for no, no, no. Like, my mind is blown. Like, my rankings are fine. Like, my rankings are fine. Well, <laughs> but this this exact part was my number four. This was oh, on my really? short list oh, yeah. to make it. Yeah, I was gonna say the it only line got- that was stolen from me was uh, uh, "Darling Nikki." Rick's "Darling Nikki" was gonna be my third. Ah, he got that. You too. Dirty, mm. dirty boys. <laughs> what can one say? I just wanted to tell the Tipper Gord note. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, you lucked out there. But yeah, I was like, ah, oh, he got a second. But yeah, all right. Rick's number one line. Hit it. Mm. Is this allowed? <laughs> Can we do this? It's, it's on the song. It's part of the soundtrack. All right. Yeah. It, it's, I don't disagree. It, I just he, didn't if, know that was allowed. My justification was if Rick is going to pick the Izzy Gutierrez skit at the end of <laughs> oh, the God. Day, I mean, I did not there's nothing agree with that whatsoever. <laughs> If you could talk we let that fly yeah. just because we had a special guest. I would have been, yeah, I would have had more to say if he was not there. But no, this, uh, th- that's what sent it over to like. So when you, when I listened to it after the fact, like the fifth time or sixth time, 
maybe seventh. I listened to it a lot. Um, a lot of times. When yeah, I listened I, to I, it, absolutely. what I thought about was my favorite artist, Kid Cudi. Kid mm-hmm. Cudi can hum for hours. And I can enjoy it. Because you could tell so much passion in just the way he hums and how he changes it. But is it a line? It doesn't matter. It, it's a line it in the song. Does he said? All right, I'm gonna pick were, an instrumental. Next were, week. If there was <laughs> a good enough yeah, instrumental, I'll pick an instrumental part of a song. You can yeah. if there's a riff that you love, pick it. <laughs> I would say sometimes people say you know the, the instruments. Point, the instruments are uh, a voice is another instrument. That, yeah, yeah exactly. that's what they say. That part of the song evoked like the, the most emotion the for me. Even listening to the, it just now. And just how everything cuts in, it's just like, ah, I can feel but again, it resonating. This is not top three emotional moments. If, if I moments. if I looked at if if I if I look it up and it has those words, ooh, 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 it's See, a lyric. That's I what, looked up the that's lyrics. What I was <laughs> I just did it. Because again, he was on a he was getting on a bird, he was calling me last yeah. second. Apparently he had a long day. Well I mean him will get into that. Oh, a very long day. But uh what I was going to when I was going to it, that's the first thing I did see as well, Kyle. I went, and there's no lyrics for ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm looking at, at Genius, my go-to for this. Yep. It, it says, instrumental outro, 346 to 840. Mm. Guitar solo. Does not. Uh, yeah. So I think for But now, hey, you picked it. It's there. Now going forward. <laughs> I'm not actually mad. I no. Gotta I don't have, actually care. Gotta be. I just have to give him shit for. It. I have to give him shit for. No, I want. I have to give him shit for. I have to give him shit. words on genius. <laughs> when I look it up on YouTube, and I'm listening to uh-huh. the lyric version, does the closed caption say? Ooh, 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 it does. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is it the closed caption or is? I don't know if YouTube closed captioning. Someone who does the lyric video. Yeah, I don't think it's closed captioning. We can't trust that. We don't know who this person is. It's a third party. All right. Kyle's (laughs) number one. Love it. Was the beautiful ones? Mm. I just love this part of the movie. It stuck out to me the most, like when he does it on stage. Apollonia is there, Morris Day is there, looking scared. But uh, <laughs> Dude. yeah, I just love it. It's great. It's very passionate. Gets right to the point. It does. I love it. I'm happy you picked this line because I forgot to write this in my notes. Mm. This this scene did two things. One all time Hall of Fame metal stand level of dirty macking. You're on stage talking to a woman as a guy is trying to talk to a woman. All time dirty Mac Hall of Fame, like unbelievable metal stand. (laughs) And and two, I just found it very odd that. The direct, like, 
he's he's a performer. He's on stage. He's not. This is the one time he's not playing to the crowd. He's just playing to one corner of pointing, the pointing hard. The entire song, though, like that one part, obviously, but the entire song, he never like turns and faces the crowd. Like, he's constantly. I was like, I feel like he's like he rolling around on the stage. Yeah, been playing to the crowd to a degree and then done that, but no. But that's what makes it stand out. He's like, this is. Listen to what I'm saying now, because it is about you. <laughs> like it's so good. Yeah, man, that was very funny. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Now, time for the favorite uh, performers. The certain artist on the artist. The artist. Spotlight. That brain fart was brought to you by Tito's vodka. No, uh, I couldn't mm. figure out if. Uh, I was like, do we do scenes there? And it's like, no, scenes is out to performance. So that was that little glitch in the matrix for me. But Kyle, who was your favorite character and performer? We do character first. Morris Day as Morris Day is my favorite character. I can't believe he's playing himself and he's such a shithead. (laughs) Like it's it's like more props to him for doing this. It's great. He's he's so dumb. But like funny, I just loved everything he was doing in this um, as a character. But favorite favorite performer, it's Prince. Like, it's no argument. It's it's Prince. Yeah, good job, good job. Uh, Rick, <laughs> favorite character, favorite performer. Uh, I love to echo my co-host, but uh, Cal got it right. Favorite character, Morris Day. <laughs> Favorite performer, Prince. <laughs> there is Sometimes, like, we try to pick different I, I ones, tried. but sometimes you just, and you gotta give it up. While yeah. I watched the movie, every time he came on the screen, <laughs> I don't know if it was the booger sugar you spoke of, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he blinked more than five right. times. Right? <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah. Well. He's fantastic. Favorite character i'll go with the kid and favorite performer i'll go with jerome benton who played jerome Hmm. who was morris day's right hand man (laughs) because i feel like a lot of the thing that got it over the edge what happened Usually for a performer, we do like song, song okay, and character. Okay, yeah. I tried to be cute with the kid. Yeah, all right. So you're trying to give Prince credit still? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, because I'm like, what did Jerome <laughs> perform? I was, I was pick, racking my brain. Pick two, pick, pick two favorite characters. I do it all the time. Uh, yeah. So, uh-huh. all right. So Prince for a performer, and then Jerome's I mean, character. Yeah. The, we the, can't not the pick thing Prince. that took it over Prince. the edge for me for Jerome, and why I wanted to give Jerome props. <laughs> not only. As we mentioned prior, not only is Jerome the man who comes out with the with the <laughs> the mirror, the mirror. In both scenes where Morris Day performs, the bird and Jungle Love, Jerome is not a part of the band. He's in Jerome up. doesn't play a musical instrument. <laughs> Jerome, I don't think, has a musical talent bone in his body. But 
he gets on that stage and that boy can dance. <laughs> he <laughs> knew every move. It he was is a performer. Yeah, that's true. Insane. The way he was able to step in tune, in rhythm, in time, he did not, he was not out of place one bit. Like, go back and watch The Bird, as dumb as that oh, yeah. damn song is. When it goes to that wide shot, he they is do some great dancing. killing it. It's <laughs> a brand new dance, have you heard? That's what they tell it you. It was great till he started walking. <laughs> yeah, when he started walking, look. If well, you can I'm look glad past I went first. Guac, yeah. I'm glad I went first so I could pick one. Go to Chipotle, two, don't get the guac. <laughs> I had two other shout outs. Of course, Billy Sparks as a, as the club owner. Fantastic. Everything he did was great. But uh, the white dude in the revolution that looks exactly like Prince <laughs> is my other favorite character. He has I think the he same had like hair. one line the entire movie. Yeah, it's when they're when they're arguing about using. Uh, Can their we song be tired? For, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he has the exact same hair, the exact same mustache, and the exact same shirt. But he's just like a random white dude in the band, and I'm like, no one else looks exactly. Wait, are you talking like about Prince. the synth player? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know plays. what he does. Are you talking about the dude with the red hair? <laughs> no, the, the he has dark hair. Okay, dark curly no, I hair thought like you were Prince. talking about the red hair guy. <laughs> no, no, no. They all look a little different. Yeah, they all yeah. look like '80s weird bandmates, but he looks exactly yeah, he like does. Prince. He's like cosplaying as Prince, <laughs> but just like a white dude. And it's so every time I saw him, I'm like, this is hilarious. Dang, he's in the I'm revolution. Like, what is he, he doing? Get name. He it's the same name. puffy shirt. He's got all. Yeah, he does have the ruffles. He's. Uh, I thought you were junior. talking about the synth player in the back. No, he's in. No, no, he's got like a flock of seagulls haircut. Yeah. Um, same with either Wendy or uh, Lisa. I don't know who's who. Um, you may. But yeah, be hilarious. About Bobby Z. It could be Bobby Z. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's the. There's a lot of people in the revolution. Matt Fink is on the keyboard. Brown. Bobby Martin Z is on drums. Thing. It's possible. Bobby Z is on drum. I think you're talking Bobby Z. Yeah, you're talking Bobby Z. They have two keyboardists. Yeah, you're talking Bobby Z. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's Andre Simone. No, who? I look at their pictures. He's oh, the bassist. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. But shout out to that guy. He made me laugh every no, time. No, you're talking Bobby Z. It's Bobby Z. All right, Bobby Z. There you go. Because Matt, Matt Fink, if you go watch, because uh, Matt Fink is nicknamed the doctor. And if you go uh, watch When Doves Cry, he's like in Scrubs, and it's like, <laughs> why is this guy in Scrubs? That's got to be him. <laughs> so I'm just gonna put two and two together and say that thing. <laughs> I think he might be the doctor. doctor with the red hair. Mm. Oh, oh my god, man. so funny, so funny. All right, uh, all right. Favorite scenes. We've talked about a lot of them. This movie is chock full of them. We really have. Uh, but Rick, give me a, a favorite scene that we haven't discussed. Whew, that's a tough one. A favorite. <laughs> I discussed all of my favorite scenes already. Right. Uh, then, well, you know, nope. There is one. Okay. I think for some people, Apollonia may have a bad rep. People may think Apollonia was two timing Prince. I don't think he was. She was. That whole Morris Day scene. That was the only iffy scene. When Prince kicks him with kicks him with his leg as he drives past him, don't know what something happened. goes. Very confused. He drove and he just flew. <laughs> he flies into a pile I was of garbage. Very confused, yeah. but it showed. His family has Marvel-like abilities. Yeah, but um, no, <laughs> it's, 
No, for a good scene, favorite scene, go boom. I was going to say Moore's Day as he talks to the girls who are trying to dance and he doesn't <laughs> like their dance moves. But when Prince tells her, Oh my God. Yeah, you got to jump into the a river that starts with the M. To bathe in the waters bathe in the of water Lake, Lake Minnetonka. Yes, well, you got to bathe in the river. She just takes her clothes off. Lake. <laughs> she takes her clothes off. But then uh-huh. she jumps in. He's trying to stop her, and he's like, I, I tried. Barely. I, I was about to say, he's trying very <laughs> he's like, poorly. I, I tried. Hey, don't do that. No, hey, stop it. Stop. Don't. Don't t- don't, uh, hey, wait. Please, don't. please stop. Wait a minute. You guys are ignorant. Oh, sorry. Wrong guy from the 80s. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> I love that guy from the 80s. Don't care what anyone says. Um, But, yeah, when he when that scene when she jumps in, and I'm like, he tried. He tried his damn, but then he drove off and left her there. <laughs> oh, but you, you 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 omitted the big reveal. He then says, "That's not Lake Minnetonka." <laughs> exactly. That's why he tried to yeah, stop. He tried her. to stop her. Yes, correct. After she already took off her clothes, yeah, and she then he in. tried to stop her. He he tried. But no, uh, she somehow got leather pants back on while wet. That, that is a seem good to make point. any sense That's at all. Great point, there was no towels. <laughs> I don't know what, what's going on there. Apparently, fun fact: she uh, it was very cold, and it snowed like an hour later after they shot that, the <laughs> and she almost suffered from hypothermia because she just Jesus. she did it like four takes of it. And Prince <laughs> was like, "You don't have to do this." And she was like, "I'm gonna do this." <laughs> it's like, oh Jesus. <laughs> hmm. so, yeah. Another movie where someone almost dies in water. We got puppets and we got water accidents. You can't. You're what trying. was the other water accident? Sound the music. Girl almost dry. Oh, drowned. that's right. Oh <laughs> yeah, she couldn't. Oh, swim. What are you talking about? Yeah, we talking about like Jim Henson. Yeah, you said puppet action. I was like, you? no, no. Kermit in almost died in the water. Puppet what action. Kermit? We got Kermit. Yeah. And then we got. Uh-huh. We got sound, we got music, sound of music. Sound of music. We got and then uh, we have Chicago ventriloquism, and then we got this one. And I'm not gonna, funny first. Not gonna give a spoiler for the next one, but there might be puppets. Oh yeah, <laughs> there might be a lot of puppets. So yeah, puppets, puppets having a puppets having a moment here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Kyle, favorite uh, a favorite scene, another scene that you like. You want before Kyle, Boy. if you want a favorite puppet scene, go <laughs> Google. Look what? up on YouTube, Daddy. Soliciting. Would you like some sausage? Just YouTube that. No, from that. Don't. It's terrible. Don't <laughs> make people watch that. Don't make people watch that. I don't remember if they were puppets. Don't Google that. <laughs> the sausages sausage were the puppets. Oh, okay, the I was like, what's the puppets? They were the marionettes. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Daddy, we like some sausage. That was very funny back in the day. I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> you watch it now, it's still funny. I haven't seen it in years. Why are we bringing this up? <laughs> Rick, <laughs> we got to cut you off. The tequila, I think. That's what. Um, um, tequila shots. Get cut. I don't know. We've said so many. I don't know if I can pick one. Uh, I, I think just the Purple Rain performance. I think just the way it... The way it came together and just the crowd shots were really good. I want to highlight, uh, like you said, we kind of discussed a lot of the best scenes. I want to highlight a very one of the odd scenes in this weird movie that just has random uh-huh. tonal shifts. Uh, Prince is riding his bike back home. He sees his mom crying on the curb down the street from their home. And he's like, 
fucking dad did this. Drives home up down the street. Gets in the house. He's calling out. Where are you, motherfucker? Where are you? Where are you? Then he hears the dulcet tones of a piano. (laughs) (laughs) Francis L's piano. (laughs) He walks into the room and he takes a seat. He just listens to the piano play. And then all anger is just gone for his dad. And as he asks him, is that you? His dad says, I always play me. It's like, do you have it written down somewhere? No, because I'm not like you. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> taking shots? He was taking shots at the creativity. He's like, Jeez. I got Then like go 20 minutes later, memorized. we find all the sheet hundreds music. of sheets. Yeah, all the sheet music. From, from Francis L. So he's taking shots that aren't even true. Yeah, taking fake shots. But it was a good fake shot. What the hell? It was very insulting. He finds endless amounts of, of sheet music. Mm. Yeah. I just thought if that somehow was he throws it all on the floor, he can re- he can arrange it perfectly. No, no, no. oh yeah, eventually it'll break. Exactly it. Like, huh. they just put him in neat folders. I don't know if it was like in a, in a type of sequential order. It seems sequential. like they they matched sequential. I figure that's where you got some of those songs at the end from. Maybe they were numbered. They could have been yeah. numbered. Page one, page two, mm, song one, song. So yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's get to the games. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad time. Looks like you're running out of time. All right, this is the time game where we have Kyle explain the time game. Because it's not time game anymore. It is the guessing the Metacritic score game. I am so interested in this one. Metacritic compiles different reviews from all across, not at the time, the internet, but usually from the internet. And averages it into a score from 0 to 100. And Joe and I are going to try to guess that score that Rick knows and we do not. Yes. And do you know something special about the score? Uh, doesn't exist, I'm assuming. No, it does. Oh. Joe, okay. in this game, has made a comeback. Ah, that's oh, right. That's not about the score. It's about oh, it's the score no, of the game. Score I said the score of the game. Score of the game. I see. Yes, I, I, see. Yeah, I play, to, play on words when I used to do that all the time and confuse you guys. I listened to Hamilton the other day and I was like, damn, this is great. Uh. <laughs> Random aside. <laughs> Sorry. You must have been influenced then for this. Um, but yes, I was. But it's 10 to 9 with one tie. Woo! Wow. I have roared back. You made um, it. Joe's won three, three in a row. In a row. Yes. Three in a row. I will say this. I'll give Kyle a little bit of uh, some knowledge that I have. Um, don't know the rankings. No, no rankings. Don't know the score or anything. But when I, as I told you earlier, Kyle, I was uh, on IMDb trivia and I was seeing a couple of things. And apparently, Prince is another little nugget. Uh, Prince was having nightmares prior to the film's release because he said, "I'm concerned that the fat, the fat guy on TV is going to give me a bad rating and hate the movie." In reference to uh, Siskel from. E- or Roger Sis- Ebert. No, was it Robert the fat one? Oh, yes. So Siskel Ebert, was skinny one. Ebert and Siskel, Siskel and Ebert, Siskel and, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, what, what is it? <laughs> I was confused myself. But yeah, so Ebert was the more rotund one, and they ended up liking the movie. So that okay gives you a. I think I appreciate you sharing that knowledge. Yeah. Uh, Didn't guess. intend to see it, 
but it was in the trivia thing. So. But yeah. But they had a very, uh, not to mention them, but a very RT way of reading movies. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. Yeah, this movie almost didn't get released. It was almost going to be put on the shelves. And I believe a publicist uh, at Warner named Howard Bloom, I'd have to double check that. He was like, you'd be doing it. You did a lot of research for us. <laughs> Look, this movie, I was. I think you were just so. You were I, so was, I was raptured. Like, I was like, like, I need more how information. How did this get yeah. made? I was I like, need, I needed a how did this get made type I, of thing. I need more information. But um, a Howard I've sent, Bloom. I've sent in my score. Publicist Howard Bloom said you'd be doing a disservice to art if you were to not wow. release this film. So interesting. The film that is true. kind of loosely based on. It says loosely based on his life. Semi autobiographical yes. is, is the phrase they use. So he had a dad who. Played music prior, <laughs> yeah. but his mom was also a musician, so which she was in this show as well. Until so the dad Did ruined she, her life. That, yeah, oh, I was about to say they never really allude to it. They alluded to a very on one brief statement oh, where he ruined her life. Um, but we got two scores that are very different. <laughs> Damn, mm, I hate when that happens. We have that. a eighty three. Oof, oof. And a 61. Jason Kelsey, baby. <clears throat> no, he's 62. It's not yeah. 61, dude. You could have said it minus one. And then we would have been like, yeah, ah, good job. But um, the problem with this film, I'll give you a little nugget. I'll, I'll do a bonus so one nuggets. at the end. I'll do a bonus Metacritic at the end. Um, Remember, Rick's the one that wanted to end this. Yeah, movie. I did. Ah, just, just pointing it out. Hey, good point. Looking at my dinner right now on the app. Just pointing it out. Um, Ooh. But I think the problem is all the critics only saw it once, Kyle. It scored a 55. I like this movie. It is, like, it is a cult classic. It's it's enjoyable. It's a it's, Yeah, it is like, more of a cult classic. It's I'm not bad at this. Really How did I ever get a lead? Movie. How did I ever get a lead? <laughs> so we are all tied, fellas. <laughs> 10, 10, 1, baby. 10, 10, and 1. But I just thought like for the time Prince is popular, Roger Ebert liked it. Oh, I, I did too. I was like, oh, I didn't know he liked it. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, that people shit. are doing disservices to art if, if they don't release really it. Swayed you by like twenty points or not? <laughs> Apparently, uh, yeah. like when I read that, I, I gave was it an like, extra twenty five. When I read it, I was like, because you know, I come in, I always come in. I haven't said it in a long time, but I woke up with Ooh. a number. Um, <laughs> oh, you haven't. <laughs> it used to be about Hamilton. Yeah, songs. I haven't said it in a long time, but I woke up with a number, and. um when I read that Roger Ebert quote, I was like, is this going to shake me off my number? I was like, this is going to throw... It threw me into a tizzy for like those first 10 minutes after reading it, but I was like, I got to stick by my guns. I got to stick by what I saw. Yes. <laughs> by what you woke up with. Now, what I will ask as the bonus is, this album also had a Metacritic score. 95. <laughs> what do you think that score was? <laughs> Joe says 95. Kyle. Say like ninety four just to be a dick. <laughs> it was actually a perfect one hundred out of one. Oh, look at that! <laughs> <laughs> it's a ninety six. God damn it! Does not count. Yeah, it doesn't count. But I was like, out of all of the Metacritic somethings I've seen, a hundred 
I haven't seen a universal opinion. Consensus. It's a consensus. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Hundred out of a hundred. When I saw that, I was like, I gotta tell the fellas. Like, yeah. That's great. All right. On to the comments. You believe weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. Comments from the company. We got comments coming in from the Discord. We got Diamondique. Uh, whoo! This is one of this was my this is my <laughs> first time viewing this as an adult. I'm a Prince fan, but this was a lot. Top songs for me: <laughs> The Beautiful Ones, Purple Rain. I would die for you. I love the fashion, and I'm not ashamed to say that I love the emulate what i love to emulate the purple one style on many a date night this was fun looking forward to hearing you guys cringe throughout the show yes all right do you want to wear michael jackson-esque clothing in there as well and she knew the dance movements i was like this song has hand movements and dance movements like what did she know the bird oh she she didn't do the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that one talking about that one no if oh, that happened i would have left my ass off <laughs> no but the, i will die one. for you i was like there was dance hand movements to that one and i guess they were oh where he's like for you yeah, yeah. i was like oh the four. a lot of those yeah very confused but yeah all right and if you want to see me do that uh should i put that as a clip you should because um, it was a very good clip <laughs> now if you did the finger and the tongue thing the, the, yeah i wasn't like, gonna do all that right, <laughs> like what? And uh, <laughs> you got into your. He, he was into it. Uh, let's You're just in say a prince. I say. Um, but uh, if you want to leave your comment for the company, check out our Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod. The Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod. And if you want to check out the comments and the discussions and the clips and the postings and the stuff that we make in the Discord, check out the pinned tweet on Twitter. And if you want to see clips, you can check out the Twitter and Instagram at Who Does a Pod. And you can check us out on TikTok at A New Low Pods. That's with an S, A New Low Pods, because it's all the podcasts together, hodgepodge on TikTok, try to grow on that platform before the government shuts it down. Uh... Yeah, that's how you get your voice heard. Kyle. Yes, all the pods are under one umbrella because we are part of the Anulo Network. Go to anulo.co to check out all the other shows that me, Joe, and others are on. You can also go there to check out our merch. Because we got shirts. shirts. Shirts for who does a pod. Company members. Ham boys. Show what you like. Because there's shirts in every color. And if you buy a shirt, in every color, you will win the Ham Boy Challenge. And when that happens, what happens? Um, it's very fitting uh, that we do have color uh, shirts in all colors, including a purple shirt for Purple mm. Rain. Uh, but if you were to win the Ham Boy Challenge, I would meet you at Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Where I will pull up. I thought that was good. <laughs> I will pull up on a purple. The real one, right? The real, the, the actual, real obviously. Okay. okay. Um, gotcha. I would pull up on a purple motorcycle. Mot- motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, a 
akin to the one that Prince was writing in the movie. And we can do all nine tracks from Purple Rain. We can do the four bonus tracks, including oh, wow. The Bird. If you pay enough money, I'll do The Bird with you. Um, and then if you know we want to just you know camp out, have a night, you know we could we could do all forty six records of Hamilton. And if you wanted to head over to j- head uh, joedorval.com and check out all the birds for uh, my uh, alter ego headphone, Joe, you want to check all that out at joedorval.com. Get one of every shirt. Don't even have to be every color. Just one of each of the designs. I'll do all 18 of my records as well. It's running properly, fella? It's running properly. It's been running. I think I think it was running properly the last episode we did. But yes, it's, it's all in tip-top shape now. I got in... All the uh, Czech and Russian and Indian and Chinese bots out of uh, the website. They're all gone. Global dilemmas. They were all coming for me, man. It was insane. (laughs) I didn't understand it. I'm not that popular. I still no one's completed the headphone Joe challenge. They don't know apparently. I mean, but um, but yeah, but you can. And if you do, all 18 of my songs. At Lake Minnetonka, me, you, campfire, <laughs> no fire though because people will come. That's a nod to Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you can also check me out on socials at Joe Dorval, Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. Kyle, where can we find you? I'm replying to people on Twitter at VT Loader. Where do we find you, Rick? Find me here in two weeks. And bears do not like forest fires. No, That's a don't. plus. Um, and in two weeks, we will be doing a uh, Disney property. One a Coco. Mm. Um, Can't wait. We'll be doing Coco in two weeks. <laughs> I was like, please say the real <laughs> Coco. We'll a be, pix- it's a Pixar, right? It's a Disney, Disney Pixar. Pixar. Yeah, yeah. So I found out every Pixar is a Disney Pixar. But, every Disney but not every Disney is, is yes. a Pixar. Exactly. Not so. every Disney Pixar, yeah. So yeah, that's why I asked. Um, so yeah, this is a Disney Pixar. Obviously film. on Disney Plus. Coco Obviously on Disney on Plus. Disney Check Plus it out. Available. Have the t- uh, have the tears ready. Have the tissues ready for the <laughs> have tears. Those tears. Uh, I mean, Stay hydrated. They will be ready. ready yeah. <laughs> so um, it's a very good film. Um, a movie very I have emotional. openly wept at the end oh. of. Yes, I will, I will admit it now. I've never Bald. wept. So see, clearly, there's still something Bald. wrong with me. Never. never. I cry in everything. A testament to that. I just saw a thousand and one the other day. Cried. I don't even think it was a great movie. Cried though. Got me. Uh got me. Something I'll bring up tomorrow. Oh, you went and that, saw uh, it. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> He's like, ah. but something, something I, something I cried at. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So I've been your host, Headphone Joe, and I've been here with my all-time favorite, his right hand man, and left.